Hello and welcome to CIO Live here in ASEAN. My name is Chris Holmes, Editor-at-Large, and I'll be your host today. I'm very pleased to welcome Sharik Khan, Head of IT at Ergo Insurance here in Singapore. As part of our Leadership Live series, where we talk to tech leaders across the region. So, Sharik, before we get into our discussion around uh, modernization, maybe you could just give us a little bit of uh, background as to how you became a tech leader. Yeah, hi, Chris. Thanks for the invitation. It's a pleasure to be here. Sure. So basically, I'm, uh, I'm a science graduate and I've been software engineering after completing my study and I got a job into uh, as a lecturer in India. I started working as a lecturer teaching computers in India. And I work, uh, I think, around one year plus, and then I moved to the more on the programming side of it, as a software engineer. I got the opportunity to work in Saudi Arabia, Riyadh. And uh, I started doing coding that time in some uh, languages, which was as old developer 2000 Oracle. Yeah. And I worked a couple of years there. And then all the internet came in and the revolution about the Java and new tech and and since that time, I decided to come back to Mumbai, took on the job training into new technologies. And then after that, I migrated to Singapore. In Singapore, uh, took a short, basically, is primarily I have been spending more time my, uh, with the financial service industry. So I have been more on the insurance industry last 14 years, working for major insurance, more on the uh, different roles, basically more on the IT management, project management, and uh, in between leadership roles. And since last four, three and a half years, I've been working with Ergo Insurance to lead the IT function. Yeah. Coming back to the leadership role, how I, I mean, so this since uh, the tech was one of the area when I started my career, which I was forcing it to revolutionize the whole industry and it will be part of everyday walk of life and decide tech should be in the career. And then uh, after working for a few organizations, I was lucky enough to get the opportunity to lead the entire uh, tech function, basically. And the first one was around nine years back, one of the major insurance in Singapore, and then last three and a half years with Argo. That's great. Thanks, Suri. So let's get into this conversation around the modernization program. So maybe just give us a little bit of an idea as to sort of, well, the organization you work for today, you know, what it was like when you arrived and what were those key drivers for modernization? Yeah, uh, very interesting questions here. And that, uh, and also the, it was a coincidence when I joined Ergo three and a half years and then the COVID started. So the first challenge for us to how to ensure the continuity of the business for the people who are working from home, like any other, all, uh, any other organizations, I face similar challenges to ensure the continuity of the business and how to ensure our bandwidth, people can still work with the proper speed and everything and they have notebook laptops and all yeah so uh, so at that time basically they uh, started for upgrading our bandwidth making sure that everything in place for them to work continuity and uh, then also the decision was taken that time to run a, let's go to the cloud basically cloud one of the major program as a foundation for our modernization or i would say net tax transformation in the company and uh, we were thinking, comparing a couple of options, couple of vendors, basically, to ensure that we complete our in, 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 as many as systems possible to move the cloud. So we have the flexibility. And the key driver that time is that MES regulator also introduced the cyber hygiene rules. And there are very strict timeline 
to make sure that all the financial institutions are compliant to that and we are running out of time. And for us, the option was that either we upgrade our servers, which were on-premise to, to meet the requirement, which were very aging, or move to the cloud. So we did the comparison of several options and finally decided, okay, let's migrate to the cloud. And that time, as usual, the uh, normal concern was security and that time we still were there with our group. And then we did a lot of homework and made sure we did. And that's how we started within one year, we migrated. So we are still in the hybrid cloud. We use two major uh, cloud providers we are on and also a bit in the on-premise. And that's why it was a quite successful story. I would say you can see the case study on all the website, basically in the AWS website and other places. We completed within one year our uh, major system migration to the cloud. And, and so with that, just, just give us an idea as to sort of how big Ergo Insurance is. I mean, you know, you talked about having to uh, ensure the business continuity. How big a task was that? You know, how many employees did you have to sort of uh, support? Yeah, so uh, let me give you a bit of uh, background of the company, basically. As many people might not know about Ergo in Singapore, to be honest, yeah. So it's a part of, uh, basically, Ergo is an insurance company, and we are part of Munich Re. Munich Re, one of the largest reinsurers in the world, and we are the insurer arm of the Ergo. Ergo is present in more than 30 countries, and uh, we offer health, life, and general insurance products. In Singapore, it's... Uh, a whole and and uh, owned entity company of Ergo Group, and uh, we are MS registered and insured general insurance products in Singapore. Our key uh, target, basically, market is still is potentially B two B. We sell a lot of commercial insurance, and also a small part of the B two C retail. Yeah. Uh, okay, functions in Singapore basically is uh, about the. Uh, the size of the company is, is not that uh, big because it was uh, not that old history of Argo in Singapore. It was around 2014-15 when the Argo acquired a local insurance company and they rebranded. And hence, there were a lot of legacy processes, systems, uh, and whole, this whole thing need to be modernized or revamped. Basically. Okay, man, uh, that's great. And so let's continue that conversation around sort of the... Moving, I mean, you you had the move to the cloud, and that was the the basis of the modernization. So, what other parts of the business did you uh, move forward to to modernize? So, more about uh, the application because some of the course, as you know, that in any insurance industry company, basically the core is the core insurance system, policy administration system, and which is the legacy systems running on the old technologies. So first thing is that for us to be cyber compliant, cyber hygiene compliant, MS compliant, which we did after migrating to cloud, at the same time putting some of those servers. So we have the agility once we move to the cloud because upgrading those servers is not an option. Yeah. And once we migrated, we also started migrating this, bought a new platform and we started migrating all those products from the back old platform into the new platform. So 90% of the products are already completed to migrate to a new platform, which is running pretty fine in the last couple of years. Yeah. And then there were several other parts also of the, as you know, in any organization, we have the process automation, we have the, like the finance systems, because sometimes we need to send using the, the statement of account to multiple from different system to the agent and some of the older legacy system does not support PDF generation statement. So how you monitor it, how you ensure, and that's why we introduced the robotics automation. Yeah, so that was also saved some time and the efforts. 
So, and again, with, with that modernization, you've got that cloud backbone, and then you've been able to actually uh, move the applications to that and start to embrace some of these, uh, some of these uh, newer technologies. Maybe you just touch a bit on, some, on what you're thinking about in almost those, those next generation technologies that you're looking to actually uh, explore to bring into the business. Yeah, so, so as you know, uh, that currently very hot topic of AI, ML, generative AI, as such, yeah. So we we are still uh, we have start experimenting this technology already. So we do have our roadmap for last uh, I think our next three years and but one and a half or next two years are we are we are very clear about our priority the strategy that okay we need to implement this system so roadmap. But in between the, the hype is about the generative AI. How do you ensure that okay this also we cannot. Mm, no, leave it that behind and we will change the, the way it, it works. But we are using very cautious approach because at the same time, we need to have proper guidelines with the group and making sure the security wise we are compliant. At the same time, uh, we have to also cut, continue to train our people. And that's why we, we have started training our people, our team, my team, and we are experimenting using the technology. So that is part of the current technology. However, coming back to the, the my, like that cloud was the foundation of that, making sure that it gives the agility, and the speed and the savings. And then about the process automation, how we ensure that all of our underwriting process, claim processes, we reduce all the manual work. We try to optimize using technology. Yeah. So that is one of the key area which we also working on along the way because transformation takes time. It's not one day or one night job. And the new things keep on coming up. So we need to ensure that we also don't uh, leave them behind and we continue to start exploring those new technologies as well. And can I just ask you a question around that uh, that roadmap? Because again, this is always very interesting as to sort of like what drives that roadmap? Is it the business giving requirements to IT, but then also IT coming up with things like RPA and the newer technologies and being able to sort of suggest those to the business, you know, that they, they can actually have a positive impact? So to me, it's a both way, right? The first, the key, key thing is that, you know, the business outcomes. We IT need to ensure how do we achieve business outcome, right? The, the objective, the targets, how to ensure whatever the target we achieve, how technology can help, whether from the increasing the revenue of the company from the sales side of it or optimizing the process, saving time and efforts. Yeah. So uh, sometimes, so, so that's the key in mind. And when we drive our roadmap, so we also keep in mind, okay, we, how we can ensure that objects are aligned, how we can, technology can help it. Then at the same time, we also do the bottom of work. There are our team also exploring new technology, the new way of working, which business may not be aware. Of course, they now everybody knows about generative AI and other stuff. Yeah. So we also discuss within a team and we propose to the management and then we discuss, okay, this will initiative will help to the achieve the objectives or making ensuring of the regulatory compliant because there are a lot of changes in terms of regulatory transformation also happening because previously everything was file-based. Now everything like uh, LTL, Land Authority, uh, Transport Authority in Singapore, even MOM, where we need to submit all that information, it has to be through API. So how do we ensure if the GST change, all these things are happening in parallel and ensuring that, yeah, we work closely. And again, I mean, it, it, it's very interesting because you're talking about that sort of roadmap and it's driven, you know, a lot of those drivers there are, c are compliance driven. And we talk about the technology, but also a key key initiative is actually ensuring that the people are uh, able to actually uh, uh, develop and deliver on these new technologies. So maybe you could just talk about how you actually manage the skill sets required to actually deliver what's on the roadmap. 
ஆரம்பிக்கிறோம் and and once they have understand the understand the the technical skill of it and also the business side of it what is and then how we can merge together to ensure that we achieve the key objectives so making sure the people they, they understand the objectives what is really they supposed to do they also understand the technology basically which they can help which which can help them to achieve the objectives so they have to undergo training and that's why the company also basically helpful to to give us that training initiative and ensure that every one of us learn something yeah that's great that's great and so maybe i mean We've touched on a little bit of new technologies. You've hinted around some of the generative AI projects, but what's next in that sort of, uh, in your modernization uh, story? Yeah, uh, so so technology is not, uh, is, is always evolving, right? And what is today and after three years, four years, something else will be there, yeah? But the one thing is sure that the business, the key thing, especially about the insurance, it has been a legacy business from years, right? 100, 200 years that the, the, there is a, uh sales there is the underwriting ops operations and then the finally the finance and the claims basically so so these processes will remain same but the thing is that how do we ensure how we can assist using technology to continue to evolve it right so today rpa now is generative right and then there is something else and so for us we already define have some key strategic initiative right how we can optimize the bar pricing how do we ensure that our pricing because it's one of the key part of the insurer business how how we ensure that our, we understand risk better and that's why we feel that generative ai can help us to do some routine task so our underwriters can focus on on the key risk and once they assess the risk properly it will and do pricing better it will also the outcome better for the company in terms of the business goals That's great, Sharik. And I'm afraid that's all we've got time for today. But uh, thanks once more for sort of sharing your journey and also talking through about your modernization program and giving us a glimpse into what that future looks like. Thank you very much. So that concludes today's CIO ASEAN interview. My name is Chris Holmes, and I've been talking to Sherry Khan, Head of IT at Ergo Insurance Singapore. Any comments or questions, please reach out to me on LinkedIn.